you have your Bibles, you can turn over to Philippians chapter 3 this morning. Uh, one of the things that we, or that was kind of brought out in our men's group study last uh, Sunday was that uh, many of the early scientists, particularly the astronomers, studied science as a way of knowing God. The precept was that they could get a glimpse of the mind of God and the way that he created the universe. Now this is an odd thought to us because in the last century science has largely tried to disprove the uh, existence of God due largely to the theories posed by Charles Darwin. <clears throat> and science has seemingly been the enemy of any theological pursuit. Due to this, as we study apologetics, a lot of times we mainly look for evidence of God's existence to combat things like Darwinian evolution. However, for these men, God's existence wasn't in question. Their goal through scientific observation was to ultimately know God better by understanding his creation. Take this example from Nicholas Copernicus, the man who first theorized that the earth moved around the sun rather than the sun moving around the earth. He says, to know the mighty works of God, to comprehend his wisdom and majesty and power, to appreciate in degree the wonderful workings of his laws, surely all this must be a pleasing and acceptable mode of worship to the Most High, to whom ignorance cannot be more grateful than knowledge. Or this one from Galileo, who was the father of observational astronomy. I do not feel obliged to believe that the same God who endowed us with sense and reason and intellect has intended for us to forego their use and by some other means give us knowledge which we can obtain by them. In Philippians 4, we're going to look at verses 8 through 10. Paul kind of has a similar view. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's chapter 3, 8 through 10. Again, I'm reading out of the CSB this morning. It says, more than that, I also consider everything to be a loss in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Because of him, I have suffered the loss of all things and consider them as dung so that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own from the law, but one that is through Faith in Christ, the righteousness of God based on faith. My goal is to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, assuming that I will somehow reach the resurrection from among the dead. Now, what we know of Paul uh, kind of blows you away when he makes this statement because Paul was one of the most educated and accomplished men of his time. People looked up to Paul. People wanted to be like Paul. But he says all this, all these accomplishments were as felt, or the King James says, as dung. So in comparison with knowing Christ, these accomplishments were on the level of manure. Also, at this point, Paul had been on missionary journeys. He had planted several churches 
had come to see many souls come to salvation, yet in verse 10, looking to the future, he says, my goal is to know him. Now this was written about four years before his death, so think of all the accomplishments that Paul had under his belt at this point. He was sitting in a Roman jail for serving Christ when he writes this, yet his goal at that point was still to know God, to know him better, to know him deeper. The truth is we serve a loving God who wants us to know and experience him as father. He's laid out creation in a way that we can study it and learn of him, but more importantly, he has given us his son so that we can be restored to relationship to him. He's given us the Holy Spirit to guide us, and he's given us his word to teach us. There's no doubt that he wants us to know him deeper, and it's a goal that will last us for eternity. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the ability that we have to have relationship with you through your son, Lord. We thank you that you are a God that wants to be a father, that wants to be known, that wants to have relationship with your children. Lord, we ask that you help us to ever desire a deeper relationship with you to reveal yourself to us during our quiet times of prayer and study in your word. Help us to be sojourners in this world, not a part of it, but closer to you. We ask that you be with all aspects of this service this morning. Let everything that we do honor and glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.